For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week we're talking about Seeds, the fifth album from TV on the radio, and it's also the first since their bassist Gerard Smith died of lung cancer literally days after their most recent album was released, and it's also the first album since they had a pretty bitter parting with uh, Interscope Records. It's an album that starts with dissonance, bells, and hand claps. at you with this very jangly almost a wall of sound and uh there's so much going on that it, i think it took a few listens for me to realize that it's actually almost acapella that there's a, a lot of different voices in harmony and it just happens to be that those voices in harmony are also with these bells and kind of odd dissonance yeah the the acapella voices really took me back to their first album and you know it's i can't believe it's been 10 years since that came out that was desperate youth bloodthirsty babes and i remember hearing ambulance which is a track that's all acapella and just listening to that and thinking wow i've never heard anything like this and i don't know how to categorize it and i think there's a lot in this album that kind of harkens back to their beginnings and that first album and that's kind of what i like about it yeah, they do. They have a gift as a band for taking something simple or almost even old fashioned like an acapella, but making it seem sort of experimental and futuristic. This song also starts with the lyrics that sort of set up the story of the album. And it, the first line is, how much do I love you? How hard must we try? Which is really the question that's at the heart of every relationship. How much do you work on it before you decide it's just not fixable? So insofar as the album is a, has this narrative arc that kind of starts with a relationship falling apart and then you know, moves through the grief and loss about that and then kind of looks to the future. And that's kind of the whole arc of the album that we'll talk about as we go through. You know, insofar as there's the start with the relationship falling apart, I think that kind of continues into the next track, which is Careful You. Don't know Can we stay 
This song for me is a complete earworm. Like it, it really got in my head and it's not even the kind of my style of music, but just it was really catchy. And I think I was, I think I was not expecting as many of the songs on the album to be as catchy as they were. Yeah, I feel like this is the album where TV on the radio finally realized that catchy and hooks aren't dirty words. And we kind of got into this when we talked about the new Pornographers album in episode four and then the Spoon album a couple episodes back where you have these bands that are making albums that are really catchy and you can enjoy them on first listen and put them on in the car with the windows down and they're fun to listen to but they also have a lot of artistic merit and you can listen to them again and again and get more and more awareness of the substance and drill down and you can see that there's a lot there it's not just a a taylor swift album and so that's one thing that i really liked about this album but as you know i tend to favor more a more poppy sound yeah, I think that the, there may be some some depth to it artistically, but I found myself wanting a, a little more edge. I feel like there was a lot of there's a lot of dissonance, especially at the start of this album, and this song in particular even has kind of like a really low, staticky sort of dubstep wub in the background that goes back and forth in the stereo channels. So if you're listening on headphones, it goes back and forth between your ears and it's a little bit disorienting but I think there's a lot of little touches in there that add dissonance and add kind of a, a little bit of an off note yeah I heard those things they just they, they felt almost a little retro to me and had a kind of a smiley face on them even if <laughs> even if there was dissonance they just felt as I said there's the the full effect of it was just a little too much like just oh the depths are just warm and soft and round and just like <laughs> sinking into a warm bath okay I think that's a fair criticism I mean if it is a criticism I don't know if that's how Sometimes that's... No, I really enjoyed listening to the album, but I think for its long-term longevity, that could be an issue. Well, um, you know, I I also like that this song is more assessing whether to try and keep a relationship together or just give up. And, you know, there's the lyric, can we talk, can we not? Well, I'm here, won't you tell me right now? And it's kind of like this back and forth and being unsure of what's happening. And it fits into what my theory of what this album is about is that it's this band sort of processing the feelings of grief and loss that they experience with Gerard Smith's death and also also just kind of getting older like they're our age they're in their late 30s early 40s so they're just kind of experiencing that sort of realizing that things are ending around them and they're going through more complex feelings and more kind of difficult times than they probably did 10 years ago when they were making Mm -hmm. the first record Mm -hmm. And so instead of talking about this directly, you know, especially his death in a way that could come across as kind of off-putting or just a downer, or also could come across as sounding like platitudes and being something that most people couldn't relate to, I really like the way that they couch it in terms of this story of a relationship falling apart and then moving on, because that's something that I think everybody can relate to. And um, it, it just makes the album more accessible and kind of conveys those same complex feelings but in a way that I think will resonate with more people yes this is a band that they are older and uh, maybe a little wiser their lives are certainly more complicated and you know in this song I think talking about a romantic relationship in in terms that are not very romantic and I I think there's one point where they talk about the kiss melting away pain Mm -hmm. and that that's not very positive. That's just like, oh, I there's pain out. There's just sort of this background level of unhappiness in the world. And I think that that would sound really disingenuous coming from younger musicians, but it it works here and you, you believe it like, Hey, yeah, they, you know, the death of their bandmate amongst many other things, there's pain out there. Yeah. He, he was only 36, by the way, he died of lung cancer. That's horrible. 
Yeah. And, you know, maybe, and wisdom, at least in this song, I feel like it's pretty even handed. He's singing just like, well, what do we do? We're in this situation and, you know, what are we going to do about it? But that's not all the case for all the songs. And in fact, in this next track, it's a little more pointed moving from what do we do to more kind of what's your deal? And that track is Could You. Shut down, give up the fight. song is a good example of how their production has just gotten so polished and the jangly guitars combined with the horns are just so integrated they're integrated really smoothly into the composition yeah there's a some fun kind of retro sounds here i think those guitars or at least some of the guitars would not be out of place on a beatles album horns are i feel like also a very kind of 60s uh retro sound i I did the horns maybe not quite as well in, in integrated into the song but still the the net effect is it should be a throwback but the song doesn't feel retro yeah i mean i felt like his vocals are so modern and kind of distinctive that that really sets it apart but i agreed i was thinking of kind of a surf rock vibe that i was getting from the guitars yeah i think not quite not echoey enough maybe for me to, to yeah. feel surf hence the going to the beatles instead but yeah that that throwback without being a throwback is pretty great i think the lyrics i mean his vocals very modern i think the lyrics are actually pretty straightforward just sort of asking questions like hey could you do this? Could you do that? Are you even capable of being in an adult relationship? I think it's a nice counterpoint when we talked about that Spoon album, which has a very similarly titled song, Do You, at the beginning of a relationship asking, are you are you going to be capable of an re- adult relationship or running off? And this is now kind of the mirror image of that is like, well, now I've been with you and could you do that? And of course, if you're asking that at this point, the answer is probably no, or else why are you asking? So Yeah, that's a really good comparison. And I love the lyric that's, could you work to build something? But Sorry, I'm getting it wrong, but could you build, build work to build something besides a wall? I think is, is that a misquote? I- that sounds good to me. I think I don't have your ear for lyrics always, but uh, yeah, but I think they're, yeah, they're reasonably clear and straightforward. Uh, but then on the counterpoint, there are these kind of, it's kind of a call and response with these alternate vocals that I think are a little more atmospheric, not quite spooky, but a little kind of lower in the mix and not always as clear. And I think early on, it's kind of just this uh, interchange between different kinds of straightforward lyrics. Later on, it gets a little dark. I think there's some kind of visceral imagery of talking about that oh can you you know enjoying life enjoying a relationship but not in the sense of smelling the flowers but in the sense of breaking bones and sucking the marrow out mm-hmm. and uh, i might be vegetarian but i appreciate that sort of visceral aggressive imagery for uh, getting the most out of a relationship. You know, in general, I think this album is sequenced very well to have a narrative arc. And especially because I, my understanding is that, you know, after the last album, they weren't sure if they would continue on as a band. And they took a little time off, but then they just started sort of 
getting together casually in the studio and maybe recording one song at a time and and just kind of no pressure just do things organically and I think that could have possibly led to an album that felt disjointed because it just felt like it was a bunch of singles but I think this album flows together really well and an example of that is you talked about the dark imagery there's in this song and then in the next track that's in the uh, that comes on the album and which we'll play next is happy idiot and that's a song where it's got this also got a really poppy upbeat vibe and um they just released the video for it and it's kind of funny and it's starring peewee herman paul rubens driving a race car but if you listen to the lyrics it's actually really dark so we'll just go ahead and play that this real upbeat tune but then if you listen to the lyrics it's the chorus is I'm gonna bang my head through the wall till I feel like nothing at all and it's all about just hurting yourself to try and numb out the pain yeah the, the lyrics are pretty grim but I think to me I mean it is upbeat and certainly the most really up-tempo song but it's also very aggressively in a minor key I think in the way that the earlier songs were not you know I talked about feeling like I was in the warm bath and this is the first song that I don't feel like like I'm slipping into the bath. And and I think one of the issues I, or one of the things I think that emphasizes that is that, you know, multiple of the band members sing, but all of them have these just really kind of rich, but also very warm voices. Mm-hmm. And it's so consistent. And I think when I first listened to it, I got like, oh, this is so nice. But at a certain point, it is just so kind of consistently warm that I, I you know, I really appreciate them coming up with this song that's more of a kind of uh, a dark street, pretty straightforward, but just kind of this up tempo it's an upbeat but it's a bummer and it's just like an angry breakup song and but not angry at the other person as much almost just angry at yourself mm-hmm. and this is also the point in the album where i feel like the narrative arc kind of takes a turn and there are a couple songs here in the middle that are tracks five and six that we won't play because they i they just kind of bog down the energy and the momentum but i think that's kind of intentional because they're sort of at a point in the narrative arc where this protagonist is just sort of stuck and unable to move on and angry at himself and angry at everything and just kind of numbed out. And then that takes a turn in the intro to this next song that we'll play, which is called Ride. And there's a two minute intro that's kind of it it could have been cut separated out as its own track as an interlude. And it's just kind of these pretty strings and you know just an instrumental piece and it's where we see this person kind of starting to wake back up and getting ready to move on and then after that interlude is where the meat of the song picks up and so we'll play that now
like the interlude that's at the beginning of this song is kind of like that moment when you've been through a really devastating period of grief and every day you just you wake up and you don't think you can possibly make it through the day and then finally there's that one day where you wake up and you feel like okay I can do it and so after that interlude then it turns into the song where the key phrases are everyone together and look to the future and it's this imagery of riding on a train where we're all riding together and going forward and it's sort of like he's he's coming back to being a part of the world and like in with the rest of the crowd that's on the train and like moving forward into the future and it's just a really hopeful song yeah it is it is quite the change of pace and yeah I, i'm going to talk a little bit more about that intro which just it starts so spare where it's just piano and synth i mean you mentioned the strings but i think even before that we just have piano and synth and mm-hmm. uh you know talking about things that sound feel like they could be somewhere else you know i talked about those guitars feeling like they could be on a a beetle album on could you and then this song i feel like this the piano and synth and i was like is this a massive attack song Mm -hmm. oh no and then and then these strings come in that sound kind of super fake and processed no one who's listening remembers massive attack everyone remembers massive (laughs) attack didn't didn't they aren't they touring again weren't they at treasure island let's not let's not go there (laughs) we won't but uh they still exist but yeah that the the, these strings sound kind of fake i feel like at the beginning they feel a little less so towards the end and then these clouds clear and it's just this up tempo but in contrast to happy idiot which was up tempo and a bummer this is just up tempo and super positive and really just earnest and uncynical yeah Um, One thing I'll say is that I feel like the production is almost too polished on this song. And, you know, you mentioned about the strings at the beginning almost sounding like they're fake synth strings. I don't think they are, actually, but I think they've just been so produced that they sound fake. And that's if I have one criticism of this album, it's just that it's a little bit too smoothed out. And I would like a little bit more kind of grit and realness in the in the production. Um, So maybe anticipating that criticism, they also throw some gritty guitar in on the next track that we'll play. And this is called Winter. love to compare this to that first track where it was sonically this kitchen sink being thrown at us and then here we see the straightforward rock and you know just this kind of pretty grungy guitar and a voice and something i didn't even notice at first is that the first drums don't even kick in until over a minute into the song mm-hmm. which the fact that it works guitar guitar and voice is enough and then the drums come in and then they're taken away and added back in at various strategic points in the song really you know ramping up the t- tension as appropriate and then finally, then at the end, it's just sort of a nice thin layer of synths added on just for extra spice. And I appreciate that restraint here. It really works. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the drums because the the drums aren't very noticeable throughout this whole album. But then they've got this We Will Rock You beat on this. <laughs> the boom, boom, ch, boom, boom, ch. 
And, you know, I really like the way that they bring them in and out to punctuate some of the key lyrics. And I know that just through interviews with the members of this band, they think about their kind of poets at heart. And I think they put a lot of thought in their lyrics. So I try and get the meaning from them that they're trying to convey. And this song has some really great lyrics on it that are punctuated when the drums come away. And like one of the lyrics that I love is, I can see the storm ahead of me because I know it's going to clean us. Let the physical redeem us. And this is sort of the setup of Seeds, which comes at the end as kind of a counterpoint of just like we're going through this storm and this bleak part of winter, but it's there's a purpose to it and it's going to contribute to our personal growth and, and moving forward. Yeah, I think that another thing the song touches on that's I think dovetails with that is this notion that when you're going through those tough times, that sometimes you there's transcendence and wisdom to be gained from surrendering controls. I think he talks about giving up control in the song and just and referring to that there's this is something physical and then there's chemistry and these sorts of things that maybe downplay free will a little bit that, you know, sometimes you're choosing and then sometimes you just you, you got to play the cards you're, you're given. Yeah. So I, I think this place is a really good counterpoint to the last song, Seeds, which we'll talk about in a minute. But before we get there, we get the absolutely killer laser ray. So there's zero confusion on this. That's laser rays, one word, laser with a Z. And this is, I think, sort of the third of the three big up-tempo songs where we heard that first one, which was kind of a downer. Second one was super positive and earnest. And then this third one is kind of trippy and psychedelic, where he's just super high energy, but he's transcending time 4,000 years and is the same as a nanosecond. And it's all just exploding and lasers flashing through it. And yeah, I got to I get to the end of it and I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure what th- that meant, but feel pretty good about it. Like it felt, it feels really positive that there's this enlightenment and transcending limitations. Although I think not transcending the self, he's still saying like, I got mine. Like he's still, he is still a self, but transcending time and seeing this kind of big, trying to see the big picture. Uh, I do wish I knew what the vertical line that is referenced multiple times. Like I know it's supposed to mean something. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. I feel like it's maybe like the laser shooting through the ages and it's like the line of the laser, but I don't know. And, and, and it kind of, I love this track, but it reminded me a lot of Wolf Like Me, which is another, which is a great song and, you know, has just so much propulsion and energy, but it's all, uh, it's another one where I'm like, I don't really understand what that's about. I think it's about turning into a werewolf, but, but anyway, comparing it to Wolf Like Me, which is um, off of, I think Return to Cookie Mountain. And it's very dark and has kind of a lot of menacing undertones, whereas this song is just 
cheerful, upbeat, and positive, and just makes you want to get up and dance. Yeah, and for me, positive is the takeaway word for this entire album. There's just so much, even if there's, you know, explorations of bad situations in the beginning, the overall arc is towards enlightenment and finding the positive in things. And you really get the sense that these are guys who've been through some pain and have learned to persevere and hold their heads up high. And, you know, they're sharing that in song. You know, I'm happy for them as people. I, I, I personally, as a music listener, wish there were maybe a little more negativity, a little more darkness in here, but that it manages to be this catchy and that it's sort of catchy and positive without feeling like they're insulting my intelligence. And that's, you know, it's a pop album, but that's all I can ask for from a pop album. Yeah, I just love the way that it takes the death of their friend and turns it into something that's really beautiful. And, you know, if you could compare this album, which you can't really, but take, for example, Live Through This by Hole, which was the first album that came out after Kurt Cobain's death. And it's just there's so much kind of pain and anger and loss. But this album kind of goes a little bit beyond that. And it shows us a path to move beyond that. And, you know, I mean, I feel like the title track brings it all together with the chorus that says rain comes down like it always does. This time I've got seeds on the ground. And it's just about taking the difficult times and recognizing that they're always going to happen and that you can't avoid them, but you can use them as opportunities to sow seeds for the future and build on and become a person who has more wisdom and more depth and is stronger at the end of it. So this is Seeds. We'll go out with that. Thanks for listening. Since it's something isn't right I hope it's over when you're letting him go I always wondered what your gypsy heart would feel like I got a feeling that you're letting me know I told your sister that you're all I ever dream of Your sister told me that I'd better move slow she told me things I never could have dreamed of And then she told me things I should not have known Rain comes down like it always does This time I've got seeds on ground Rain comes down like it always does This time I've got seeds on ground I think that I've been missing you so
Now we face a choice of three One is you, the other me Free as air is third, you see It's all 